If you put your effort and concentration into playing to your potential to be the best that you can be, I don't care what the scoreboard says, at the end of the game, in my book, we're going to be winners. The talent for so many players today, the talent in the spotlight, it's taking them to heights that their character's not strong enough to support. I'm one of those set goals, chief goals. I talked about faith, passion, obviously the drive with the guys that I've been around and the guys that surround me every single day. If I want to be one of the best, I've got to play with and against the best. Okay, so that which gets praised gets repeated. You're listening to the Hardwood Hustle, brought to you by PGC Basketball. Players, thank you for tuning in. You're listening to the Hardwood Hustle broadcasting here in Washington, D.C. Special thanks to our friends over at PGC Basketball. Lead them up, Shot Tracker, and Team Snap for all their support of the Hardwood Hustle. Today, players, we are talking about what do you do when you get injured? What's the role look like? All right, all of a sudden you find out you were injured. You're going to miss the next two months of the season. You'll be back later in the season, but for the next two months, you are hurt. And obviously getting healthy is your number one priority, but... Do you stay with the team? Do you, do you keep participating in all the activities of the team? Do you attend practice every every day? Do you attend workouts? Do you attend film session? Do you attend games? Are, are you still a full participant with the team despite the fact that you are injured at this moment? TJ, I can't tell you how many times I've seen players, they get injured and they start like, they're almost like half involved in the team at this point. They, they, it's almost like they've given themselves a pass saying, well, I can't play, so I'm not, I don't need to be around that much. I can't contribute, and I can't tell you how, how passionate I am. That is so far from the truth. It, it is so far from the truth. And players, if you've dealt with injuries and, or in preparation for injuries you may face, it's important that you've got the right mindset and take this time to get better, right? And there's some things that you can do. Yeah. Well, I... I think it's a big decision as a player. Uh, I think that we all want to be great teammates and we all want to um, help our team to be the best it possibly can be when it's convenient for us. But when you're injured, it becomes real inconvenient to do those things. Now, let me acknowledge the fact that when you get injured, it does it's, it stinks because yeah. you want to be on the court, right? You want to be where on the field. You want to be out there playing, and now all of a sudden you're injured. And you can't be out there. And so immediately your mind, you're going to fight some things. You're going to fight off a little bit probably of depression and sadness and anger that you're injured. There's a lot of feelings. I don't know what emotions will will overcome you, but they will. And so I first acknowledge that it's not easy to be injured and to be out. But then the second thing I would do is challenge you. You know, If you want to be a great player, if you want to be a great teammate, I think it's really as simple as you want to show up the way that you would want your teammates to show up for you. You know, treat others as you'd want to be treated. So if you, as an injured player, um, it's, it's almost like the player that never gets in the game, the one on the end of the bench. You, what do you want them to do for you? Do you want them to be negative? Do you want them not to show up for practice so often? Do you want them to – like, what do, you want, what do you want them to do? What would you expect of them? Because most of us would expect them to show up, work hard, be a great teammate, be contribute. You know, we'd be expect enthusiastic, to, yeah, be engaged. All of those things. And so – when you get injured, I think your job is to show up the same exact way you'd want a teammate on the end of the bench or an injured player to show up for you. Yeah, and I, I think when you do that, right, when you show up well as an injured player, I think it actually speaks higher volumes, right? Because it's easy to show up on game day when you're the starting point guard and, you know, you're getting a lot of minutes and, and you're getting the limelight and all that. It's easy to show up in those moments, TJ, right? Absolutely. And, and it's easy to show up when you're the man and you're healthy and everything's good, right? But... When you start showing up for the team in the midst of an injury, 
right in the midst of like, man, this does suck for me personally, but I'm so all in on the team that I'm still going to show up at this level, right? Man, I think that communicates a bigger impact for the team. Like the perception of what your teammates, it changes the game. They will now look at you and say, wow, like what a great teammate. This is a culture I want to be a part of. I would go beyond that. I think it's a rare opportunity to show up as extremely special. Hmm. I mean, I think it's one of those. Say that again. A a rare opportunity opportunity to show up as extremely special. Hmm. Because there's almost this expectation around injured players. They sit over there. They look on their phone. They twiddle their (laughs) thumb. Right? That's just we just expect they're injured. They do what they want. Whatever. Yeah. And all of a sudden, the players, like, as much as they can, bouncing around practice, making noise, cheering, yeah. coaching, encouraging. It's like, wow. I think it would turn heads. I think it's a real opportunity to be special. I mean, and, and listen, as players, hold on to those opportunities to be special, right? If, if I know, hey, if I do A, B, and C, that's a special thing, I, I want to do it, right? I want to be special. I want to yeah. be viewed upon in that light. Yeah, and... I think the first thing, I mean, gosh, what a gift it is that when adverse situation comes your way, to try and look at what's the blessing in this. Like, what's the thing that I never expected? Because most of the time when these things do happen, there is a blessing in it. Like, most injured players look back and say, man, I'm so much better now that I'm back because I see the game differently. Mm-hmm. Or now that I, I know. a greater appreciation. Yeah, for now it. that I know what's taken away from me, I love it more than I've ever loved it. You know, so there might be a real blessing in your injury. I've seen that happen multiple times with players that I have. But I think. But, the but, size the, of but, the, doesn't, it, but doesn't that come from the proper outlook and perspective well, of it? That's what I was going to say. The size of the blessing, I think, is directly related to your approach to, to what happened. And how much you invested into the situation. Mm. So I don't think a lot of players that say I'm injured, they don't come to practice, they don't cheer for their teammates. Yeah. They're, they're not going to. They're res- not coming back better. Yeah. They're not. They're not getting. They're not getting and reaping the rewards of what they could by having the right approach to it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, it's so funny you bring up the special. You know, I think part of the reason it is so special is because so few do it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So when those that do do it, it's like wow, that's happening, right? Like. If you want to be a difference maker, if you want to stand out, which I think every player wants to be a difference maker, right? They want to stand out. This is the greatest way, one of the greatest ways to do it. You know, I remember, you know, there was a guy, starting point guard for one of the teams I work with who got injured last year. He was questionable to be able to make it back before playoffs, and it was going to be one of those close calls if he was going to make it back come playoff time, but... I remember this exact thing. I mean, he the way he approached those last month and a half, last six weeks of the season was incredible. Like, he, he, he sat on the bench, but he didn't sit at the end of the bench. He sat right next to the coaches, in between the coaches and the players, right? Because he wanted to be able to greet each teammate before they sat down on when they came off the court, right? He wanted to kind of be in the know and be part of the coach's thought process and hearing that. So... He made a point, and I asked him, I was like, and I just made that observation. I was like, hey, I, I don't want to say the guy's name, but like, hey, I love, I love the fact you're sitting next to the coaches. You do that on purpose? He's like, yeah, yeah, coach. I want to be involved. Like, I want to be right there. I don't want to be at the end of the bench. I want, I want to be in it as much as I can, and I love that, right? But he had that same mindset all throughout practice, all throughout games that he wanted to be in it, in it as much as he could despite the fact he couldn't play. Yeah. So he tried to figure out every way he could be involved. And, and I love that his mindset pushed him to that. 
right? And I and I praised him for that. I said, you know, that's just incredible. I was like, keep that going. I was like, your teammates are paying attention. And I felt like he played, and he even felt that he played a huge role in the their late season success, despite the fact that he wasn't playing. Yeah. Yeah, you know, and the opposite of that can be true. It, it, let's just say your sophomore let's just say your sophomore season you come out, you're gonna be a starter. You're with the team, you're all excited, you're like, Let's go, it's gonna be a great year, da 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 right? All of a sudden you get injured and you disappear. Mm. And nobody knows where you're at. You come back your junior year, like, All right, let's go and I think players see through that. I think they say if it's convenient for him and things are going well, let's He's go. Yep. But if it's not, he or she's not in. You know, and, and that that can be that can be a real pivotal thing for a team trying to win a championship is they don't believe in you. They don't think that he really is all about the team. And then you start saying things like, "Hey, we got to be together. Hey, we got to right." And they're like, "Oh, really? Like, where were you last year when you were injured? You didn't seem to care about that then." So yeah. you got to be careful with the message you send to your team. It, it's totally true, right? One moment you're saying one, two, and leading the charge. One, two, three, family. One, two, three, brothers. Right? Yeah. You get injured the next day, you're out. Really, I mean, is that how is that how family operates for you? Yeah, you know, yeah. it's like a broken family, right? How's, uh, from a distance, how's the fam? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, so you've got to practice what you preach. But I think TJ, you nailed it about creating a special opportunity, right? A, a rare opportunity to be extremely special. And if your team's listening to this, I hate it, but it's going to happen to somebody this year, right? It's part of sports. And somebody's going to have to make a decision, oftentimes multiple people. Now, hopefully it's short and you get healthy in a, in a hurry, right? But it's part of the game. Like every year we have injured players. Last year, our best player had 25 points, 10 rebounds with 11 minutes to go in the game and broke his foot in the very first game of his senior year. Mm. You know? and But we, I was it, around your team and he stayed active. Oh, stayed, he stayed engaged. Hey, he stayed super active. And then when he got back, he struggled to get back in, you know, to shape because he had to stay off his foot. And then down the stretch, man, he was a warrior. He was a tournament MVP. We win a national championship you know, after missing that big stretch of the season. Hmm. And, um, it, and he was as engaged an injured player as I've ever had. And, hmm. and, the, and the guys rallied around him when he came back because of that. Real quick before we wrap up, is there a responsibility from the other players in this? I think there is. Yeah. Right? Like recognize if you're a teammate and, and you're healthy, right, and you've got a teammate who just goes down, like, keep them engaged. Help yeah. them, right? Like, bring them into the picture. Like, don't kind of c- – commonly, and it's understandable, doesn't make it acceptable, but, like, you, you get so caught up with the players who are playing, yeah. right? And those are your guys because those are who you're battling with that you almost forget about the injured guy, and you, you kind of leave them off to the side. Don't do that. Yeah. Work intentionally to bring them back into the fold. Yeah, I think you know it's your job to to carry the bucket for a minute, you know, because if when a player gets injured, I mean, how would you feel if you get injured? You'd be super disappointed, and it's going to be a little bit of time for a player to be like, "Gosh, my feelings," and to deal through that. And you know, yeah, we expect them to be a great teammate and have your back once they you know are able to do that. But there's probably a processing time of I don't feel good, I'm disappointed, I'm sad, and that's where as teammates you take care, you take chances carrying the bucket. You carry it for them while they're trying to get their emotions back, and once they get, they'll they'll have your back. I think that's just a natural reaction to be sad and down. And as a, as a player, when another person gets injured, you should be there thinking, "Gosh, that stinks for them," and he or she needs me right now, and you should be out of your way. And I think if you can do that for them, uh, the vice versa is going to happen for you when they're injured. They're going to be pulling for you equally. Yeah, and I love this one instance using the same player I was referencing earlier who, who stayed super engaged 
he had a couple of teammates that they'd go back and forth, and the, and the teammate who was playing would go and say, "Hey, today's practice. Uh, hey, keep an eye. Try to give me three things you think I need to be better on. Like, watch me. Watch me really closely today." And they're having these little conversations, right, about pushing each other and the injured player. Like engaged in that process, helping his teammate f- try to find three things that he thought he could improve on, watching him really closely and examining his game. I love that little dialogue that I was able to overhear at one point during practice. But what a great example of the player who is healthy keeping the player who's injured in the mix, right? Like keeping them engaged and, and using it as a growth opportunity for both parties. So listen, injuries are going to happen, but how we respond, you always hear it, it's very cliche, but how we respond to it, how we approach it after the fact could be a game changer. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Listen, players, appreciate you listening. Love for you to share it with a teammate. Hey, I am Adam. He is TJ. Together we are the Hardwood Hustle. Till next time, we're out.